Let's go. Please welcome Big Bay Mornings. Wake up. When they hear the sound of the drum, they'll be saying, oh, Lord, here they come. Good morning. Here we come. Thank you guys for making my morning great. Here we come. Every morning I'm pumped for work. Here we come. Big Bay Mornings. Here we come. 99.7 now. Good Monday morning, ain't it? Hey, yeah, baby. Hey. hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from the weekend. It is Monday, January 29th. Big Bay Mornings checking in. Good morning, Greg. 49ers, no doubt about it. Good <laughs> morning, everyone. Top of the morning to your producer, Art. Top of the morning, what's up, Benny? What a game, man. <laughs> What a comeback. What a comeback. I mean, I mean. So let's just get right into it. So the game, everybody listening, watch the game. I am sure of it. Oh, how could you have escaped it? Lions came out swinging. Then I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. I have a lot of family in Michigan. The techs are going off. They're talking crap. Who is the dude that's fast as a NASCAR on the Lions? Gibb or something like that? Gibbs? Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah. When he got that touchdown in the first whatever minute of the game, I was like, oh, no. Then they just kept. Wasn't looking good. Was not looking good. And then I don't know what kind of pep talk happened during halftime. Or what they had during halftime. But those boys came out the second half, and the Niners just crushed it. Yeah, they came out ready to play in the second half. They actually tied their own record for the largest comeback in NFC Championship game history. That was 17 points. They were behind, and remember in 2012, they were behind 17-0 to the Falcons and came back and won big in that game to go to that Super Bowl that they played against the Ravens. And then they did it again, turned it around against the Lions yesterday. And I have to say, I knew when Dan Campbell, the coach of the Lions, when he went for that fourth down and didn't make it when it was 24 to 10, I said, that's all she wrote. Like, you just don't do that to your own team. You just ruined it all. And the Niners crushed them from that point forward. Then then all... came the big Brandon Ayuk play. That was so Whoa. crazy. That, Which I, mean, I guess we can call the catch three. Three or four. I mean, there's That's, been. there's Well, the catch one was definitely Dwight Clark, uh-huh. but then happening at Candlestick, I know people out here don't like to refer to it as the catch two, but the catch two was the Cowboys' Alvin Harper making a well, catch at Candlestick. Okay. It was, though. But for the 49ers, it, though. Listen, at in here in the Bay Area, if you will open <clears throat> your ears just a little bit and be quiet. And then there was that catch that is NFC championship lore type of catch. And then this one turning around in the championship game. I mean, these catches that are made in these 49er games and championship games are incredible. Off of the helmet, makes the catch. (laughs) So crazy. Well, now we get to see the 49ers at the big game. 
Yes. We get to see Taylor Swift at the big game. It's going to be the biggest buildup ever, right? And we get to see Archer at the big game. There's going to be so much hype these next 13 days. So much hype. And speaking of Taylor Swift, it's going to be weird for her because she kicks off uh, the uh, Asian tour Mm -hmm. uh, on February 7th. So she's got, I mean, you know, I'm sure she remembers all the moves that she does during that tour, but she's had a couple of months off. So she needs to to refresh all that. She got to go do that the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth, and then fly right back here and get here for the eleventh. Can I tell you what blew my mind yesterday <laughs> during yes. the game when the commentators were talking about the last time I believe that the Niners and Lions played an NFC Championship game was back oh, in nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. And they showed footage of that game. Uh huh. And they showed a real lion on the field. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. What the hell's <laughs> going on? And the person with the lion yeah. just had a leash and a collar on yeah, this lion like it was a dog. Yeah. On it, the field, bro, a real lion. Ages at first, when they showed that, I thought that that was fake. I was like, there's no way, <laughs> especially. Like, even colleges have live mascots. NFL teams do not have live mascots. Colleges do. Okay, but it's not a Seahawk. This was a lion. No, 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 no. I know. But rarely do those live mascots travel to away games. Sometimes they do. But to bring a lion. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. And then they're like, they brought it across. I go, they didn't bring that lion. They probably got it from the zoo here. They probably borrowed it. What a weird, weird thing. That that was just okay to have a lion. If that lion wanted to take off. It would have been right out of that handler's hand real quick. I don't know what the NFL was thinking. Oh, my God. Back then. But it was the 80s. They are crazy. But, wow, the 49ers making it back. This will be the eighth Super Bowl for the 49ers. They won their first five. The last two, you may remember the Harbaugh Bowl. Yep. You remember Harbaugh Bowl, the brothers, uh, against each other. And then the last one was against the Chiefs in 2020. You lost me a lot of money on that game, I remember. Now, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if I – I encouraged you to make some wagers. Yeah, you told me it was a sure shot. <laughs> I really thought the Niners would win that game. Well, they're playing the exact same team, the Chiefs. The uh-huh. Chiefs are not as good now as they were then. And did anybody do this? My friend realized. So she posts a photo of her kids in 49er gear on social media before every single game. Okay. And at halftime, she realized she had forgotten to do that. So she quickly uploaded the photo of her kids in their 49er gear for the game, and she truly believes in her heart that she is the one who affected this game. She thinks that the <laughs> Niners were losing because that photo didn't go up, and she thinks when she put it up, the Niners then turned it around. I wonder how many people did something superstitious at halftime. Let us know. Triple eight four five six nine nine seven zero. But you have to believe a lot of people did. Change your underwear. Mm-hmm. Change the jersey. Do something different. Got in the crowd was so loud at Levi's yesterday, too. I mean, you could barely hear the commentators at times. The crowd was so oh, loud. Oh, in the second half, it was. I was shocked, though. I have to say, I was shocked at how many Lions fans were there. In the first half, you could definitely hear them. And when they panned to the crowd, there was a lot of that blue, that uh, blue, that ugly 
what is that blue? I just like a powder blue. Yeah. It's not even a baby blue. It's an ugly blue. It's a puke blue. Well, and then you had Eminem in the box at Levi's <laughs> flipping off all the Niner fans. <laughs> too soon, yeah. That's okay. I like it. And then they did show a lot of like Lions players' reactions and stuff, like toward halftime and stuff. And they were just one of them was waving bye bye to the crowd and all this stuff. You know, you can't talk smack before the game is over. Well, congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers. Back at it, quest for. Six, huh? That's right, baby. Yeah, we gotta avenge these two losses. Great, you gonna put your Niner jersey yeah. on now for the next couple of weeks? You have one um, in the closet? I do believe I have a Niner's jersey still. Yeah. Yes, I do believe I still have one. You got so, that uh, Vernon Davis one. Yes, I have the Vernon Davis, the 85, the old school one, and I have a, a Niner's pullover. I can get that on here in a little bit. I'm still hobbling around, but I'll get, I'll get that Niner gear on for you. And for you... We have four tickets to the Disneyland Resort coming up at 7.20. So every morning this week at 7.20, we have four packs to the happiest place on earth. When we tell you to be caller 25 at 7.20, call us. You'll instantly grab those tickets. But first, we're playing the Big Money Minute. Hang on. Big Bay Mornings. Exciting, new, different. With Benny and Greg. 99.7 now. Good morning and welcome back from the weekend. It is Big Bay Mornings back on your radio and it is time for the BBMDM. You can slide through on Instagram at Big Bay Mornings. This morning's DM goes like this. What up, Big Bay Mornings? How do I tell someone that they stink? (laughs) I'm a college freshman and my roommate Maggie does not use deodorant and has pretty strong BO. If she walks past me, I get a pungent whiff. Our tiny dorm room always smells of her. My friends don't even like spending time in there, and neither do I. Now, I've read stories where people mistake another person's smelliness for uncleanliness when, in fact, the person has a medical condition. I'm hesitant to talk to Maggie because I don't want to be rude if she can't help her smell. As much as I would like to, I can't make her wear deodorant. How should I broach this subject with her? Dude, it is such a hard one. I had this same exact issue. It's bringing back flashbacks to my college days. I shared a dorm with this guy, and he was funky. (laughs) He would go and play basketball for hours and then not change his clothes. He would wear the same clothes. Then he would throw them on the floor and re-wear them again. Our room smelled like funk, and just like this person, my friends didn't even want to come into the room and hang out. I, of course, never had that. I didn't know him, know him that well. It was right. a dorm situation just like this one. I got paired with him. I ended up, you know, finding a different roommate the next semester. I don't know because when you're young and in college, it's very hard to broach these topics, especially to people that you're maybe not friends with, you're just roommates with. I don't know how you tell this person. I don't know how you tell Maggie. It's going to be an awkward conversation. There's no doubt about it. But I I believe in the long run, Maggie's going to appreciate you talking to her and letting her know. Because she may be unaware, believe it or not. She may not know that she stinks. So if you have it in you, DM her, I would pick a time to sit down, of course, just the two of you, and tell her delicately be sensitive and be kind you know don't be mean about it don't tell her your bo makes all of us want to puke you stink (laughs) and yes it could be an underlying medical issue 
but she's probably just not using deodorant or using deodorant that doesn't work on her body or it could be a combination of not using deodorant also her clothes could stink like greg's old roommate maybe she's yeah. not doing laundry properly or I often like enough i feel like it's more than de- not using deodorant yeah. i feel like it's something else maybe she's not washing her clothes enough or something like that because clothes can mildew really easily especially in those small spaces and if they get sweaty or damp it's really easy for that stuff to smell so yeah, just the only thing I would really suggest is don't be passive aggressive. Don't make mean comments. Uh-uh. Don't be mean. Try to be as direct as you can when you do talk to her and maybe just show her the way. Say something on your side is something on your side is smelling to me. Is there You know <laughs> well, what I let mean? Let her it's know. Like... Yeah, let Maggie know you're looking out for her. Honestly, you have her best interest at heart. Like that's what you're that's why you're telling her this. And whether this is true or not, you could say something like, I struggled with the same issue a while ago and somebody told me about it oh, and it really helped me. And so I'm just paying that forward. I want to let you know because that did help me. Again, it's going to be awkward, but I do think that Maggie will appreciate it in the end of the day. I think she will appreciate it because she may not know that she stinks. Yeah, you're just going to have to tell her. You're going to have to tell her. Um, because it's a bad situation that you have to live in. And it could hinder her, Maggie, from making friends, from dating, even jobs. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This It could affect her life in more ways than one. But don't dance around it. You have to be direct. And maybe offer to get her a basket of all your favorite products. Oh, Here's the stuff yeah. I use. This works on my body. Uh-huh. Right? The deodorant you use, the soap you use, the laundry detergent you use. Whatever you think the problem is she's got going on, <laughs> fix it. Oh my gosh! That's I mean, it's gonna be embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be horrible. awkward and embarrassing. It's horrible, especially at that age. Yeah, that's so hard to do at a young age like that. When you're older and more confident and speaking directly to people, mm. it's not as bad. But this is gonna be so awkward, especially with women. Women, it's harder. Yes. Like guys, guys, we just the way we talk to each other, we we can tell each other these kinds of things easier. I was just thinking that. Yeah, you can just be like, "Hey, bro, you stink." Think. Like yeah. that's how we. That's how we would address it. That's how we would handle it. All righty. Well, good luck. Thank you for the BBM DM. You can hit us up with questions, comments, bad advice anytime on Instagram at Big Bay Mornings. Speaking of all that, I just realized I forgot to put deodorant on this morning. You oh, I'm glad I'm not in the studio. <laughs> hey, hey, go. Yeah, go I ahead. got this uh, mildewy jacket, too. It kind of smells. It's funky and it's hot. You know what? Here. Y'all be as funky as y'all want for the next <laughs> few weeks. Well, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give my body a break from having deodorant on 24-7. So I shower in the evenings. And then I won't put deodorant on. So I think I shot about six during halftime yesterday. Whenever that was, I jumped in the shower real quick yesterday, but I did not put deodorant on. And then I am supposed to put it on in the morning, but I forgot to do that today. So Art, you're welcome. Okay. And is the air conditioning still not working? It's broken, bro. It's so hot in here. Oh, oh my god. All right. Well, it's gonna like be Maggie. funky in that studio. <laughs> <laughs> don't you like that though? Why don't you come over? Oh yeah, he does. No thanks. Dirty on the thirty is next. I mean, there's only one thing to talk about, baby. San Francisco Forty all the details to get ready for the big game. That's next. It's Sassy Sports. Are you ready? And now, 30 on the 30. Headlines. There's only two headlines to talk about this morning. One, that Big Bay Mornings has your four packs of tickets to the Disneyland Resort every morning this week. 720 Disneyland Resort tickets. Second headline, 
is that the San Francisco 49ers are Super Bowl bam, baby! Yay! Sassy Sports. Here's Purdy with a lot of time. Steps into one. Launching deep. Going for Brandon Ayuk. It is. Oh, he caught it off the ricochet. Penalty. Is he in? He's down to the five. Oh, man. What a catch. Oh, what a crazy catch. And it was that circus catch by Brandon Ayuk that really started the comeback for the 49ers, who were down 24-7 to at halftime to the Lions before roaring to the biggest comeback <laughs> win in NFC Championship history. Lions came out swinging. Ooh. Of course, all my family Michigan's texting me, talking crap, like, oh, you guys, you lost, you're done. And then second half, Lions just kind of laid down, huh? Dude, speaking of people from Michigan, did you see Eminem flipping <laughs> yeah, off yeah. people from his box? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, he was talking mess uh, by halftime, too. But then after halftime, he was flipping everybody off. Uh-huh. Um, the 49ers were down 24-10 to 10 when that catch happened. And they had just stopped Detroit on fourth down when Ayuk made that 50-plus yard catch that ricocheted off a Lions defender's helmet and into his arms. And then it was really all downhill from there. The Niners just kept pouring it on. They scored 27 unanswered points in the second half before the Lions got that late TD to make the final score 34-31. But you are right. The 49ers are Super Bowl bound. And, of course, I guess we saw it coming. It's going to be a repeat of the Super Bowl from 2020 with the Niners taking on Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, did you see she had to be down on the field after the game yesterday? Yes, I saw that. All over her, man, all up in there. Um, The game happens in Vegas just 13 days from today. Now, the Chiefs, they're going to be returning to the big game for the fourth time in the past five seasons. And remember, they did beat the Niners in a game San Francisco dominated until late into the fourth quarter four years ago. Vinny, that was the last Super Bowl before lockdown. I don't know if you remember it. But you and I, the day before, the Friday before the Super Bowl, we had gone out. We had met up with these people. I had placed all these bets. I made you oh, bet. Yes, I remember it now because, yeah, you lost me hella money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I made you. <laughs> you were still mad at me. You wanted me to pay your debt. And if you're wondering whether Taylor Swift will be at the big game, I'd put my money on yes. Now, she performs the Saturday night before the Super Bowl in Tokyo, but then has five days off before continuing the Eras Tour in Australia. I did the math. Tokyo is 17 hours ahead of us. Okay. And a direct flight from there to Vegas is only 12 hours. Well, when you have your own private jet, that helps as well. That is the key right there. (laughs) She can fly out the second that she gets off stage and head back to the United States. It gives Tay-Tay plenty of time to fly back for that big game, and then she'll have five days off to get back to uh, Australia at that point. And while the Chiefs may have the most popular pop star in the world on their side, we have the world's most powerful woman on ours. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris has already promised a 49er Super Bowl victory. The Super Bowl is coming up, and we know you love the 49ers. Yes, I do. 
which team is your backup pick in case they don't make it through? The 49ers are going to win. Don't worry about that. Move on to the next question. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The Kansas City Chiefs have been performing, but I, I, I get yeah. uh -huh. California love. You asked who was going to win. You, yeah, uh -huh. you're right. Uh -huh. you're right. Okay, go on. Next Thank question, you. please. Yeah. There you go. I am predicting a Niners victory, as is Vegas. They open up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That's all I got for Sassy Sports, but you know what I would say? If they're playing with balls, I'm all over it. Entertainment Report. But Taylor Swift is making headlines on the field, and she's also still making headlines on social media. The social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter, has blocked all searches for Taylor Swift after those explicit AI image of her continue to go viral online. Officials for X confirmed that they blocked all the searches in an effort to stop the spread. The White House even got involved with this over the weekend, releasing statements at a press conference calling the deepfakes alarming. It's, it's insane what the Swifties can do and how quickly they moved on this because there have been deepfakes of tons of celebrities for years and years and years and nobody's done anything about it. Well, now let's pass some laws when it comes to AI. For sure. Yeah, yeah well, let's that's, do it. That's mm -hmm. where all of this is headed here. And Microsoft, apparently, their, um, their AI program was the one that was behind this. So there's a lot of talks on regulating that quickly as well. And Justin Timberlake's comeback is kicking into high gear. He announced a world tour last week, performed on SNL over the weekend. But Britney fans found a unique way to troll him. This is pettiness at its <laughs> finest, y'all. Well, that's what fan bases do. Ugh. Let me hear it. What they do. Okay, so Justin's new single, Selfish, spent only one day at number one on the Apple Music chart before Britney's fans deliberately knocked it down and Ooh. sent her 2011 song, Selfish, to the top spot. Uh, of course, Justin's been very unpopular with Britney fans for years, and especially after her book came out last year. But this was, uh, I mean, it was pretty funny. But then Britney was on social media apologizing to Justin Timberlake for all the things she said about him in her memoir. And she sounded sincere. It wasn't like one of those apologies where she's going crazy on a rant. She sounded sincere. Man, she's hot and cold, huh? <laughs> she is definitely hot and cold because she'll be, some, she'll be saying something different yeah. in a weird outfit today. That is your dirty on the 30, and your Monday morning love trap is on deep way. Cynthia says that she found a phone in her boyfriend Devin's car that she thinks belongs to another woman. He claims that his work buddy left it when they went to lunch, but why was the screensaver a photo of a hot blonde with her dog? Find out when we set the love trap on Devin next with Benny and Greg on Big Bay Morning. Have that sinking feeling that something's off in your relationship. Are you ready to face the truth? The relationships are real. The feels are at a 10. The outcome? Unknown. You are about to enter it. About to enter it. The love trap. Uh-oh. Cynthia's on the line this morning. And Cynthia found a phone in her boyfriend Devin's car. She thinks the phone belongs to another woman. Drama, Cynthia. Yeah, uh, not the best surprise I've ever found from him. Um, yeah, a couple weeks ago, Devin, my boyfriend, he picked me up for lunch. It was on a Saturday afternoon, and it was supposed to be a great day. We were headed to the restaurant, and then I noticed on the floorboard something weird, and I reached down, and it turned out to be an iPhone. 
that I'd never seen before. Not um, his, not yours, obviously. No, I think everybody knows where their phone is, and <laughs> I definitely... Well, whoever left that in the floorboard doesn't know where their phone is. What makes you think it's a woman's phone? Well, so I turned it around, and I clicked the side button to see the screensaver, and it popped up of a picture of some blonde chick with her dog. And so, like... That would make you think it's a woman's phone, yeah. Yeah, like, hello. And, I mean, also, it was like a baby blue iPhone, so I don't know any dudes hey, that now, have a baby blue uh... <laughs> You're talking to one right now. You do not have a baby. That's baby blue. Oh, my blue. God. You no do way. have a baby blue. Oh my and God. they don't call it baby oh, blue. Hold on. They call God. it, like, sky blue or something like He's that. He's very in touch with his feminine side. <laughs> well, yeah. It definitely looked like a woman's phone, and I asked him where it came from, and he looked over, and I showed him the screensaver right away, and, like, the look on his face kind of said everything to me. He just, like, panicked and was totally silent. And then I asked him again, like, who is this? And he starts, like, stuttering and he's like oh uh it's my uh my work buddy's phone and he said that him and his buddy just went to lunch that day before like on friday and he must have dropped it on his phone and not realized it but it's like how do you not realize you're missing your phone for a whole day like that's so what not... he said he and his buddy went to this was saturday you found the phone yeah and he told me the day before okay. that him and his work buddy went out to lunch and he must have not realized he le- like everybody there's knows no, if they lost their phone there's no way anyone's gonna go 24 hours no. without realizing not even one hour like yeah. if we if, if i'd gone to lunch with you and within an hour i realized oh my god where's my phone oh it has to be in benny's car i mean i instantly would right i'm on my phone and i'm still like where's my phone it's right here i always know where my phone is and yeah that just doesn't add up did you ask him who the chick was yeah i looked at the screensaver because he said it's his work buddy and so i was like why is there this picture of a blonde and her dog on the screen and he goes oh that's uh my buddy's girlfriend and he just was being so weird and sketchy because i just didn't i couldn't believe him based on his like demeanor the fact that it's like a girly looking phone he's acting (laughs) weird the story doesn't make sense it's not a girly looking phone oh my god he's so offended let me see your phone again let me i'll tell you I it's mean, a it's, cool blue. It's yeah, that's not. But I see what you mean. You this color plus the girl and the dog as a screensaver. There are a lot of people that have a picture of their significant other as they their do. screensaver. So that's not necessarily a crazy they excuse. Do. But, but why is this buddy not looking for his phone? Yeah, and it was right. on because you click the side button, the phone's on. It'd be ringing. You know, you'd be calling Correct. your own phone. But I honestly. I think he, like, was with her because there's no way his friend would leave it for a day. I think he was with this lady before he came to get me that day, and he must have, like, that's what I think. Oh, you think, think oh, like, he dropped her off before he picked you up. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I think. It's believable someone would not yet realize they didn't have their phone. Yeah, not within the first 30 minutes, maybe. That's why it has to be, like, the timeline of, like, he was with her and then picked me Mm -hmm. up. That's what I think. Let's hope that's not the case. But our job is to get you the truth. So we'll play one song. When that song is over, Cynthia, we'll call Devin and we'll set the love trap. Okay, thank you. Bay Morning's home of the love trap. Cynthia found a phone in her boyfriend's car, and she thinks the phone belongs to another woman. Now, her boyfriend claims it's just a buddy's phone, but Cynthia is not buying it. She needs us to set the love trap on her boyfriend, Devin, and we're doing that right now. Hello? Hey, good morning. May I please speak with Devin? Uh, This is him. Hey, Devin. My name is Chad, and I'm calling from Sweet and Flower, and we are a brand new flower and plant shop here in San Francisco. How are you doing this morning? 
I'm doing good. Nice to hear. Hey, uh, the reason for the phone call is as a new shop, we're running a grand opening promotion where we're offering local residents in the 415 free flowers each day in hopes of getting the word out there about us. Devin, you are one of today's winners, so congratulations. And as a winner, not only did you win beautiful flowers, you won a free same-day delivery. Is this something you might be interested in? I, I don't. I don't really have any interest in any flowers. I'm sorry. They're 100 free. I promise you. There, there's no catch this morning. We, we're just trying to get our name out there in the community. So we want you to see our products, and if you like them, we are hoping to get your business down the line. But yeah, no strings attached this morning. You don't have to come purchase anything. We are hoping you do, uh, but it's not a requirement. One other thing I could do if you're not interested in the flowers is I could send them to someone else on your behalf. Hmm. Um. Wait. So. So I don't. I don't have to take them, and there's no. No strings attached. There's nothing coming out of my. There's no strings attached. Well. Yeah. I think uh, that actually sounds pretty good. Uh. Can, can I send them to somebody then? Yeah. Absolutely, Devin. And what is the name of the recipient? Uh. It's gonna be Carrie. Got it. I'll grab Carrie's address in a moment. Since they are not going to you, I'm gonna attach a card with the flowers, so Carrie knows they're coming from you. Right now, it's a blank card, but you could write a little note, message if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? I think I'll put, uh, I hope you know how special you are. I hope you know how special you are? Yeah, that, that sounds great. Okay. Now, is Carrie the one who left the phone in your car? Is Carrie blonde? Does she have a dog? Wait, what? What, what, what is... Devin. What's, what's going on here? Wait, what's going on here? Devin, my name is not Chad. My name is Benny. I am not calling from a flower and plant shop. Calling from a radio station, 99.7 now. You're on the air. You're on what is called the love trap. So we catch Bay Area cheaters. And on the I, line, I, I don't know what you're talking and about. And on the line with, I'm telling you right now. And on the line with us is Cynthia. She reached out after she found the phone in your car, and you said it was a buddy's. She doesn't buy that story, so that's why she Hi, called Devin. us. Hi, Devin. Hi. There she is. It's me, your girlfriend, Cynthia. Hi. Remember me? Not Carrie. Is Carrie that blonde that left her phone in your car? Uh, well, uh, Carrie's my work buddy. <laughs> the work buddy that left the phone in your car the day before? That work buddy? Yeah, uh, well, listen, I never said my work buddy was a dude. Oh, come on, bro. Whatever. Whatever. It was so obvious that you were lying about the phone that I found. It was completely obvious. And I knew the baby blue phone didn't belong to some dude, but you kept saying it was a guy. You kept kind of saying it was a guy. No, I I was saying it was a work buddy. See, listen, (laughs) Carrie's a lesbian. That was her girlfriend. Stop trying to me i asked who the girl was you said it was your buddy's girlfriend yeah carrie's a lesbian you're such a liar if that were the case you would have told me the day that i found the phone we've been fighting about this phone for two weeks and you never mentioned that the phone belonged to a woman so why would you leave that out much less a lesbian woman you said that it was a buddy and the woman was his girlfriend yeah you could have cleared this all up with your girlfriend she wouldn't have been jealous that you were with another girl if you would have said Oh, that's this girl at work, and that's her girlfriend, and she's a... You know, you could have said all this before. You withheld this information for two weeks? See, guys, I don't don't even think about it like that. Like, I I don't label people like you guys do. Oh, you're so... Oh, whatever. you're so good. Devin, I'm going to label you a freaking liar, okay? And let's call this lesbian right now and confirm your story. Oh, that's a good idea. Can we call her? Yeah. Carrie? Let's call Carrie. 
Listen, I would never put my buddy Carrie on the spot like that, guys. Stop calling her your buddy. <laughs> Nobody buddy. refers to their, like, a female friend as their buddy. You're such a scumbag and obviously a huge liar and not even good at it. So you know what, Devin? Lose my number and go to hell. Let's play. Big Money Minute. And our first contestant of the week is Ada in San Bruno. Hi, Ada. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Where'd you watch the game yesterday? Um, I was here at home watching it. Did you have people over solo? No, it was. I was solo yesterday. That's the best way to watch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Ada, it was a good time. well, good morning. Thanks for being here. Are you ready to play the game? I am ready. All right, 10 questions a minute on the clock. Answer them correctly within the minute, and you are going to win $1,000. The game starts now. Ready, set, go. What's a group of lions called? A pack. Finish the saying, there's no time like? The present. What Bay Area city is home to the Winchester Mystery House? San Jose. Name the two teams that are playing in this year's Super Bowl. Um, Kansas City and the San Francisco 49ers. What are Gru's little yellow friends called in the movie Despicable Me? Minions. True or false, Washington, D.C. is a state. False. Spell definitely. D-E-F. Um, if your car is going 60 miles an hour, how many hours will it take you to go 180 miles? Um, pass. Who was the musical guest on the most recent episode of Saturday Night Live? Three, two, pass. Oh, oh, Ada. Oh, you missed Benny's uh, boyfriend. Justin Timberlake, He's duh. going to be so upset. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll through these. A group of lions is a pride. There is no time like the present. Winchester Mystery House in San Jose. The 49ers and the Chiefs will be in this year's Super Bowl. Gru's little yellow friends are minions. D.C. is not a state. Definitely is D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y. If your car is going 60 miles an hour, it will take you three hours to go 180 miles. And I'm sure Benny watched this about 20 times. Justin Timberlake was a musical guest on Saturday Night Live. Oh, and if you missed it, don't worry. I'll replay it for you in soundcheck this morning. So you'll get it again. Don't worry about it. Thank Can't you. wait. Coming up. Oh, and he premiered a new song we haven't heard yet. Oh, dang. Sanctified. Okay. Oh, let's go. And he's coming to town. Oh, by the way, I don't know if we told everyone this. So coming up in five minutes, maybe a little bit longer because we're behind. But shortly, in less than 10 minutes, we have Disneyland Resort tickets. But then at 820 this morning, we have tickets for you to see Justin Timberlake live at the SAP Center. We can pry them from Benny's hands. I know. He's coming May 6th to San Jose. So we'll have those tickets coming up at 820. Uh, But Ada, so nice to meet you. Thanks for playing. Have a lovely day. You guys as well. Thank you, and go Niners. Go Niners! Niners. All right, we got to take a break, so we come back and give away these Disneyland Resort tickets. Hang on. Let's play. Big Money Minute. And we're playing with Christy and Concord. Hi, Christy. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Christy. Did you watch the game yesterday? I actually did not. 
What? What? Even I watched it. Every second of it. Christine. You might be the only part. What did What did you do instead of watching the game? Um, I cleaned the house. Okay, <laughs> that's what you, I do on Sundays. Okay, you know you can't turn the TV on while you do that. <laughs> I, I realize it now. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, you do you, boo. You do you, Christy. Welcome <laughs> to the Big Money Minute, and let's rock and roll. We have ten questions. You have sixty seconds. If you answer them correctly within the sixty seconds, we're going to give you a thousand dollars. Are you ready? Yes, thank you. All right, good luck. The game starts now. Ready, set, go. What song is sung before the start of every American pro sporting event? The stars, um, the national anthem. Spell aggressive. A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. Soprano, tenor, and alto are types of what? Uh, the voices mm-hmm. of the songs. Yeah. Name one of the two cities that the Caldecott Tunnel connects. Oakland. The first Olympics were held in what country? Greece. In the book industry, what does the category YA stand for? Half. How many quarters do you need to make $10? Uh, 4040 Name the 2019 Post Malone song that shares its name with a shape. Pass. What jersey number does 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey wear? Oh, that's tough. She didn't watch the game. Oh, you might have seen it walking by, dusting the table. (laughs) But she missed out. No, listen, I'm with Chrissy, though. You got to have music on when you clean. I can't have the TV on. I want music. It's a cleaning party. You got to dance around while you dust. Well, here we go. You did actually really well, Christy. The Star Spangled Banner or National Anthem sung before every American pro sporting event. Aggressive, you spelled correctly. Soprano, tenor, alto, they're all singing voices. You got that one right. Oakland and Orinda, you named Oakland. The first Olympics were held in Greece. YA in the book industry, that's young adult. 40 quarters for $10. And then Post Malone, that song is Circles, and Christian McCaffrey wears the number 23. All right, Christy. No money, but nice to meet you. We thank you for listening, and have a great week. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. By the way, I was cleaning over the weekend, doing the dance party, and I couldn't help but think of... The ending scene in Saltburn. Oh, God. Yes. Here we go. That's because be you. in your mind. Yes. Because of me? You, you, you asked me. Last time I was cleaning, you said, oh, were you cleaning? Dancing around like the guy at the end in yeah. Saltburn. And as I was cleaning on Saturday, I was just thinking, yeah, that's me. I was dancing around like him. So in love with him. <laughs> so in love with him. I didn't look as good, but you know what I mean? I was yeah. trying to well, recreate you gotta it. Get, you got to get on the workout like he does. You, know? <laughs> you got to do your push-ups on somebody's grave. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Coming back with your Justin Timberlake tickets. He's coming to the Bay in May. He'll be at the SAP Center. We have your tickets as soon as we are back. You got it. I get you too. (laughs) Got it. Let's play. Big Money Minute. And we're playing with Tiffany in San Jose. Hi, Tiffany. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Did you watch the game yesterday? I did. However, I'm a Dolphins fan. <laughs> oh, your Dolphins exited pretty quickly in the playoffs, just like my Cowboys did this year. 
They sure did, yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Tiffany, welcome to the Big Money Minute. Ten questions, a minute on the clock. Answer them correctly within the 60 seconds, and you're going to walk away with a 1000 bucks. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, good luck. Here we go. Ready, set, go. The Palace of Fine Arts and the Exploratorium, they're in what Bay Area city? Uh, San Francisco. Once you pop, you just can't stop. That was a slogan for which brand of chips? Um, pass. Which board game features Gumdrop Mountain? Um, Candyland. 49ers players, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. They both play what position? Mm, pass. Who voices the animated movie character Kung Fu Panda? Um... Uh, Jack Black. Spell jewelry. Uh, J-E-W-L-R-Y. How many hours in three days? Um, 72. Thespian is another name for what profession? Pass. What major event in 1929 caused the start of the Great Depression? Uh, pass. Whoa! (laughs) All right, a little bit. Challenging this morning. That's okay. Let's go through them. The Palace of Fine Arts and Exploratorium are in San Francisco. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Those are Pringles. Candyland features Gumdrop Mountain. Uh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, they both play wide receiver. Kung Fu Panda, that's Jack Black. Jewelry, you missed one E. It's J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. Three days of 72 hours. A thespian would be an actor. And uh, the Great Depression started when the stock market crashed. All right, Tiffany. No money. But nice to meet you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Have a great week, okay? (laughs) You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Coming back with you, Dirty, on to 30. And it's just everything 49ers. We're going to talk about it. Oh. So exciting. Everybody's so excited in the Bay Area. It's going to be a fun two weeks. Let me just tell you that. This is going to be a fun two weeks. We're going to have a blast. Big Bay Mornings. Soundcheck. So coming up at the end of Soundcheck, we have tickets for you to see Justin Timberlake. He is coming to the Bay May 6th. He'll be at SAP Center. Um, You know, he announced his world tour on Friday we told you about. And we have your free tickets at the end of Soundcheck. So stick around. We'll do it in just a couple of minutes. And we're going to get to JT in a few inside Soundcheck because he was the musical guest on SNL. But let's start right here. Yesterday's 49ers game. Greg's going to get into it in the dirty next. We'll talk everything 49ers. But in case you missed the national anthem right before the game, Luis Fonsi was in Santa Clara and he performed. I thought it was interesting. I learned yesterday that Luis Fonsi, you know, born and raised in Puerto Rico, but he is a huge 49ers fan. Yeah. 49ers cross boundaries, states, countries, all of it. <laughs> Since the 80s, yeah. Luis Fonsi has been a 49er faithful. He flew here and performed the national anthem. Here's a piece of it. Oh, say does that star-spangled And the home of the 
job, Louis Fonsi. They didn't show Journey perform, though. You could hear it, though, I know. blasting through the PA. You couldn't hear the commentators talking at all. Well, I didn't want to watch them talk. I wanted to watch <laughs> Journey perform. Uh, it was nice hearing all those Niner fans singing Don't Stop Believing" at the end of the game. SNL. So, yes, Justin Timberlake was the musical guest. He performed the new song, Selfish. But he also world premiere a song we have never heard. It's called Sanctified. And here it is. Get him. <laughs> Full band, rocking out, and his microphone was on. Imagine that. Wow. This is the last time someone had a live microphone on Saturday Night Live. I thought there was a requirement on SNL. Hell I thought no. that was the big, like, Ashley Simpson thing when she did that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That was, like, a huge deal yeah. because you're required on SNL to sing live. No. You're supposed to be. Well, no, you're not. Well, that must be something new because in the past it was always a requirement. Also, so Dakota Johnson was the host, and she did a sketch with some other members of SNL cast. Uh, they did a sketch on those Stanley Cups, a.k.a. Big Dumb yeah. Cups. We're all about them. Big Dumb Cups. <laughs> it's more than just a cup. It's a big cup. Have women killed for this cup? Almost. This is the cup that says, I'm a virgin, but I also have six kids. <laughs> it's the cup that says, my favorite rapper? That's Kesha. <laughs> and it's the cup that says, I start decorating for Christmas tomorrow. It's the cup that says you're basic. That's what they're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're calling everybody with those cups Karen. <laughs> Did you hear the controversy, though? There's apparently, they just found out there is lead in the Stanley oh, Cups. Lord. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense because lead is a neurotoxin. It'll make you dumb. <laughs> that adds flavor to your drink. And a woman in Tahoe was stuck overnight hanging from a gondola at Heavenly. After a ski trip gone wrong. A horrible nightmare for a woman on a snowboarding trip with friends in Lake Tahoe. Yeah, Monica Lasso's getaway turned into a life or death situation after she spent 15 hours hanging from a gondola. It happened Thursday at Heavenly Mountain Resort. She went up the mountain and was too tired to snowboard back down. So she decided to get on the gondola around 4.58 p.m. But two minutes after getting on, the gondola shut down for the day, leaving her stranded. She tried calling out for help after seeing workers down below, but no one heard her. So this woman went skiing with some friends at Heavenly. She was a beginner. She was not as good as her friends. So her friends all skied ahead. They left her all by herself, mean friends. So this woman was like, oh, my God, the resort's about to close. I need help getting down. So an employee of Heavenly actually helped this woman down the mountain. The same employee put her in the gondola to get back to the lodge. I don't know if you've never been to Heavenly, that gondola. It's very high and it's very long. Mm. It's a long ride. But she gets in the gondola. Two minutes later, it shuts down. And she was stuck inside the gondola for 15 hours. Her cell phone was in the locker in the lodge. She couldn't phone for help. How do they not check those things before they close them? That's what I was going to say. These idiots don't twirl twirl them down and make sure every single one is empty before they shut down for the night. And the employee that helped her into the gondola didn't notice 
120 seconds later, it was shut down, <laughs> lights are off, good night. Like, this woman is clearly still in there. Uh, she gonna get some money for this. Yeah, she better. She better sue them. Uh, Heavenly said they're looking into it and trying to figure out how it happened. At least she was in a gondola and not just a chairlift because at least she was, you know, encased in somewhere. Otherwise, she would have frozen to death. That and... I imagine she was in her warmest clothes, mm, so yeah. that helps, mm-hmm. right? You have all of your snow gear on, but uh, I know, and horrible. no cell phone. No cell phone. I would just be, like, so mad at myself. Why did I leave my phone? That's why I never lock mine up. I never let anybody take one from me wherever <laughs> I go. Hell no. I ain't giving my cell phone up. All right, let's do it. Justin Timberlake tickets. If you want them, call Big Bay Mornings right now. 888-456-9970. We're looking for caller 25. JT, coming to the Bay this May. You will be there if you're caller 25. Dirty on the 30 is coming up next. It's all things 49ers. It really is. We'll get you up to date on everything happening for the 49ers in the big game. That's coming up next. It's Sassy Sports.